0: Okay. So, we were really kind of in the middle of a discussion about caves and about whether or not a tchum can be acquired through havla'a. Whether when I have a tchum in one area, but it touches another potential tchum, um, can I keep both tchum spaces? Uh, and in certain unique circumstances, you can. But the Gemara had left off that that's only the case if uh, the situation is that way, going into Shabbos. But if it wasn't like that, going into Shabbos, there's not much to work with. So says the Gemara, the with the last four lines of is it really the case that when you, uh, when you haven't uh, spent this time going into Shabbos, uh, when you when you weren't there going into Shabbos, is it really the case that the, that the Trum can't uh, be attached? Well, it's not so we're going to have uh, this um, Rebbelezer very soon. Rebbelezer says that just a few blots. Rebbelezer says that if a person finds himself as many as two amos out of the Trom so he can just kind of slip right back in. However, once he gets to three, once he gets to three, that's too many. So Rashi explains, what's that? What's three, right? So Rebbelezer must be saying that this is, this must be Rebbelezer who we're going to see on today's stuff who um, who says that the four Amrits which you're given, if you find yourself outside the Trom Shabbos. You actually start in the middle of them, right? It's not that you can go four Amish in any one particular direction; it's that you can go two Amish in every direction, right? For um, for a total of four Amish. and therefore, once somebody goes, excuse me, more than two zvachim, um, out of the trom. so he's his his two Amish that are hanging behind him, right, uh, are already unstuck from the rest of the trum, as long as he's less than two Amis away, so the two amids that he can backpedal are attached to the trum, and therefore, right, since they're attached just like the fellow who found himself in a new trum, right, so now, so this guy also finds himself in a new trum, but since he's attached to the original trum, he doesn't lose it, even though, even though he didn't start out in that place before Shabbos, even though he only got to that place after Shabbos, okay. My like we just said, he's in the middle of them. When it's quite like the case of havloa we've been describing, and the uh, the four ames he was given um, are as if they are attached to the greater chum. And it says, "Let it go back inside." We see that you can have havloa and you can have the absorption of a chum even in a situation when you didn't start out that way, erev Shabbos. Uh, this is all very nice, but this is Rabbi Eliezer. We 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 go going to the majority. Majority rule. We don't. Uh, uh, it's nicer. Rabbi Eliezer has that opinion, but uh, we we hold we hold like the rabbanon. Says the Gemara. Amar leiten the shmieli lemar the shmieli minay demar adkan lepligir rabbanon alayd the rabblazer aluvvar shas aluvvar mitzumay du lein because after all. I um I heard from my rabbi that um, uh, that uh, in fact the machlekes rabbanon and Rabbe Lezer doesn't extend to anything beyond the dvar harishos, a uh, um, a optional activity. But once something is a dvar mitzvah, the rabbanon concede the Rabbonin concede that this is the case, and. Um, in the case uh, 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 the Mishnah of the mission of Mishiyaza, people who had to leave is indeed referring, right? So, yes, referring to people who are doing a mitzvah. So, whatever the halacha is in the case of uh, of uh, someone who's doing a mitzvah would, in fact, apply here, and therefore, it's perfectly appropriate to ask from Rabbi Eliezer, to whom the Chacham agree in a case where there is a Dvar mitzvah. Okay. We said that everyone who goes out of the Tchum to save a life may return to his place. Says the Gemara, The implication is that you would be allowed to return even if you would have to traverse more than two thousand Amis. Or Rashi says more than four thousand Amis, Behavla, um, using the absorption method we described earlier. Right. In other words, it sounds like you can they can go they can travel an unlimited amount of space. Says the Gemara, that's very odd. When we talked about right, we made a general statement about somebody who's going out with permission. Someone who has a good reason, a justified reason for leaving. And we said quite clearly that he's limited to 2,000 amas. So why did it suddenly change? when well, we We're like restating it in reference to one of the subgroups of people who, leave, who live with permission, leave with permission, and we're uh, we're expanding it drastically without really justifying it. So it says the Gemara, right? And it's just it's a contradiction in the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, the mm-hmm. We're not trying to say that they can return, uh, they can traverse an unlimited amount of space. They are limited by two thousand to four thousand ames, depending on the power of their havlok However, um, the the Chiddush we're trying to say is that they're allowed to come back carrying their weapons. Says the Gemara, my kusha. Demolah Shani. Hold on a secular What kind of question was that that we started off by asking? Hey, what's right? Uh, how could it be that you can't traverse that you could traverse more than 2000 or $4,000? Maybe saving an actual life, uh, maybe saving a life is different, right? Uh, maybe the case of Mishi Yatsub someone who went out permission has to do with someone who's doing, uh, you know, non life threatening mitzvahs. He's going to do Ades and the Chaydish. He's going to bear witness for the new moon, right? When it comes to saving a life, that's a whole different thing. could be that there's a more extensive permission there. It says the Gemara, right? That wasn't really the correct question to ask. This is the question we should have asked. We should have asked. It's not. We learned in the Mishnah and Rosh Hashanah. It used to be that when the Adim, responsible for bearing witness, um, about Kiddush HaChadosh, would get to um, their destination, they wouldn't leave, right? They would stay there. They wouldn't go anywhere. They'd spend the rest of their Shabbos or whatever there made a rule. They can traverse 2,000 hours in each direction. Not, not only these. Not even the Uh Even a midwife who's coming to help uh, someone give birth. And somebody who's coming to save from the Gaios is like the, uh, the press gang or something. Um, or the... Uh, um, or just a, in general, a troop. Um, from a flood, um, pilots from building collapse, men from a fire. Since they arrive in the city for a holy purpose of saving lives, they are considered like the Anche Hair, they're considered like local residents, and they acquire Anche Hair status in terms of the Tchog. Um, they are locked in just like as if they had spent Shabbos. The beginning of Shabbos in the city. Uh, so says the Gemara of the is that all? Is it only 2,000 Amas in every direction? After all, didn't you say that everyone who's Yitzhak, everyone who goes out to save lives, um, uh, can go back home, even if he has to traverse more than more than 2,000 Amas? Now comes in the chiddush and the rav. oh no, you're right. You actually can't go more than two thousand hamas But the Chidosh is that you can go back with your weapons. It used to be that they would put down on their way back from, uh, from uh, battle. People would go out to battle on their way back. They would for Shabbos they would store store all their weapons in the very first building they could find. Right, instead of everyone taking his weapons home. They would stuff all their weapons into the first possible building, you know, the outermost building of the city. The enemy realized what they were doing. They pursued them. They all ran to get their weapons. And the the enemy followed them into the little building that they had stuffed all their weapons in. And uh, they it was a total disaster. They they, they crushed each other to death. Um, so from then on, there was takana, which is that you're supposed to go home with your weapons, even on shots. depends how the how the battle goes, right? If the Jews have defeated our enemies, so uh, so that's fine. So so then so then you're limited to two thousand amites because what do you need to go farther? but um literally means when the non-jews have defeated themselves it means but it's a euphemism right it means really when the non-jews have defeated the jews then that's a different story right then the the jews are allowed to allowed to return to their return as far as they need to go hmm. presumably because there may be a need to flee um well, the security situation might not be very good in general. Okay, I'm the When non Jews create, uh, set up a siege around the Jewish um, uh, a Jewish, um, city, so we don't go out armed against them. We wait till Shabbos is over to, to make. To, to do battle, etc. Mm-hmm. Context that's only true because is game mom, and if they're there, because they have a grudge to settle about some old deaths, right? So the mob shows up. They're posturing. They're being intimidating. Okay, we'll negotiate them with aftersho- We'll go with negotiate with them after If there's no immediate danger to life, if they came, if they're just Mongols, they came to tear the place down and destroy and kill everyone. And, of course, you arm yourself, you grab your gun, and you go out and fight. You certainly violate Shabbos. Now, this has been a very key phrase in the last few months and all the halachic decisions about risk. When you have a city, which is a frontier city, it's on the border, I feel like well, let's get to have the cash. even if they just came for a border raid they came to steal your supplies they're not there to kill people right? they're just there to intimidate people and steal your stuff pick up your gun and you fight because a border city the risk is much higher if a border city gets taken over it's just simply much more dangerous it can mean everything the, the, the downside risk is simply too high so therefore, there's more permission, even in a situation which seems like it's one of minimal risk. We, because of the profound danger associated with that risk, um, it is uh, there's a blanket permission to um, to violate Chavez. Okay. Our situation in Bavel—it's very interesting. You know, you tend to imagine that, like, there was some kind of national government to kept them safe, but it seems like there was, to a certain extent, there was both autonomy and also risk of outside people just simply attacking them uh, in Bavel. here in Bavel, our situation is not ideal, and we're basically like a border city because if our uh, if our if our if our matziv if our if our if our security is uh, is negatively uh, affected in any way, we're going to have a big problem. Okay. Ah, um. oh, and says the So, what do you mean? What, what city in Bovel is such a is such a? Uh, vital uh, uh, strategic importance okay Pasek says that david was told that the Palestinians, the Philistines are making war in a city called Keilah and they're destroying the grunites, the uh, the grain storage. So Tana Keila Keila is a border city. They only came really for a raid. They weren't coming to kill everyone, they were coming to to the you know to to the chopper to make problems. They were destroying the grain storage. David asked Hashem. In other words, he asked the Urim "Should I go make war on the Philistines on the Pelishtim?" And he's told, "Yes, you should." Right? Go and save attack the Philistines and save Keilah. What was his question? If it was a halakhic question, he should have been. He should have just asked the Rabbi. He should have asked the Beishtim of Shmuel. Why is he asking the Urim and he wanted to know is he gonna succeed? Now he says the mar the No, that's exactly what the, he was told in answer. He was saying, you will succeed. So we see that his question was, Will I succeed? Excuse me, just a couple of minutes. Sorry for the interruption. All right. New Mishnah says the Mishnah, Mishyashabadak Vira. Um He was he was sitting, he sat down on the road. He was traveling, he's been traveling for a long time. He says, down, take a breath. He didn't realize that he's within the Tchon, he's within the, uh, the 2,000 Amma radius of the city, and it got dark, right? It got dark. So he wants to say, oh, I'm going to attach myself to the city. It says, the Gemara, says, the missionary says, sorry, that doesn't work. It doesn't work because you didn't have intent. However, the Amrullah, excuse me, Rabbi um, can't uh, he's allowed to go in. Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. There you are. You're allowed to go into the city. I'm review the mice Hayyav. The Ruptaf from Rabbi says one time Ruptaf went ahead and did this in this exact situation. Um, uh, it was Leimus Kavanim. He had no intent, and nonetheless, he let him. He, he said you could go right in. Tanya, I'm review the of Ruptaf and Shem Halapid there. The Gemara says the story of the Tarfin goes That he was traveling on the road It got dark He went to sleep Outside the city Not realizing where he was The In the morning what's uh, over Cattle uh, Cattle herds found him I said, Rabbi, don't you realize you're right here The city's right here so uh, he go inside he went and he taught terrorir all day right in other words, it was a totally normal day for him. He went right into the base medrash. so says is that a proof it 's not a so good proof because number one, how do you know what his intent was? Maybe his intent was in fact, maybe he was just he decided to sleep out the city but outside the city, but he ultimately intended to go in or alternatively, maybe the base medrash was within um. His Techum of 2000 Amis, um, but not the whole city. Okay. Says the Mishnah, Mish new Mishnah. Someone who falls asleep on the road, well, Yodash HaSheikh, he didn't realize it was getting dark. When he wakes up, he has 2000 Amis in each direction, different ways. Unfortunately, he's locked down too for Amis. And he's in the middle of them. And Yehuda, I'm a Lezer I mean, this is, no, he can go four amas in whatever direction. However, um, uh, once he picks a uh, four amma direction to go in, he can't go back. I have two people. Uh, their four ama circle overlaps. So they can uh, sit down and share a meal in the middle. Well, that, providing nobody should uh, roll over to uh, his friend's side. Um, there are three people, and the middle guy is in the middle of. There are two bubbles, they can all share one, long, one big space. However, the, the, I shouldn't say share, because the outside two, um, they can't cross over, right? They can cross over into the middle space, but not into each other's spaces. It's quite like three Khatseris which are which open in, into each other, but are also open to her so Irvus time sois, he mutarsi moi and the himutarasimoshtam kiss zoomzu. If they make a if they all share an airb with the middle chater, so uh if, if they decide to share an airb in the middle chater, so they can all go into the middle chater, but they can't cross into the far chater. Okay, Nugomar. Boy Rava Mike Saber Bekramanuri says the Gemara. What does a biker minuri hold? Misvar kasovar chefte hefker clean and shiza right it would seem that he holds that uh, and this is an idea we so invoked in the Gemara earlier that um uh, ownerless items can get a shavisa Shabbat status they can they can get their own tchum, right in other words no intent is needed to uh to create a tchum space all you need is presence says the gemara but didn't who the lift of really he should have made his point speaking about Caleb, speaking about objects, which is a bigger Kiddush, instead of people. Why did he use people? And the mission's intent is to show you the power of the Kiddush. You could make the argument that if he were awake, he certainly could get a 2,000 Amos space. So now that he's sleeping, now there was an accident, he should also get 2,000 Amos to play with, not just four. Nonetheless, they're going say no. It's not the case. perhaps you could say the other way around. Maybe Rebiyachim Ben-Nuri holds that items of hefker, do not uh, get a Trum just by virtue of their existence. In fact, actually, the only reason he thinks a person is different is since if he were awake, he could get the space. Now that he's sleeping, he doesn't lose it. says I'll bring your proof of Kesham Shah the Arab Yamtiv, rain which falls Arab Yamtiv, Yesh Lan Payim They have two thousand Amish in each direction. You want to take that rainwater somewhere else, you can take it up to two thousand names in every direction from where it fell. Um but if they fall. And Yamtiv are incorrectly called they are attached to whoever the feet of whoever picks them up, right? In other words, they don't have they, they don't get their own uh uh, tchum status. items get a status, they get a So who's talking it must be an easy solution. It's talking and that's why the rainwater um, if it falls out of Yamtiv gets its own Thom. However, if you're gonna tell me it's not the case, how It can't match anybody. Who who's the Bala Member? Who's talking? Right? So, right, either uh, everyone should agree that you don't have 2,000 Amis here. It says the more Yasu I was reciting this teaching. Maybe we're talking about rain, which is within spitting distance of a city. And the, the people of the city intend to use the rainwater. So Amalei says to him, It can't be. It's not partial, right? In other words, because I have other sources. I have other sources to prove that this, the question, the dispute exists, even independent of the scenario you described. Um, the Tanan, Barshali Yachid, because it seems like in that scenario everyone would maybe agree, but the Tanan, Barshali Yachid, the cistern of an individual is attached to the water that falls in there, is like, is that it goes after that individual? And indeed, like you said, if it's a city, it's a shared public cistern, so it's attached to the home status of that city. However, oily Bavel, Hamali. Um rain which falls in the, or a cistern which is which is connected to the um, people who are traveling from Bavel. So that's Kiragli Hamamali. It goes after whoever picks him up. Goes after whoever picks them up. It's a free for all. Betanya, on the other hand, we learned Barshal Shvatim um, Painamal Ruach Kashina Dodi. says the Gamara. The people, the same exact scenario. Shabbatim Rashi says means the people above El who are arriving, who are traveling. So they have Opaim paim ruach. They have two thousand ames in every direction. Right, not that they're locked in called and not that they're locked into the person who picks them up, but rather that they have their own club. So we have a contradiction. You know, even if you dismiss the first price that we cited, we have two fresh prices which express this tension on their own. So says the Gemara. We see that have this disagree. he came before Abyai, right? He told him the whole story. he says to him, you should have answered him from the very content of the bris itself. If you really think that that we're talking about rain, which uh, which um, falls close to the city, and instead of bringing out the braces, you could have really you could have sustained your argument from the very bris itself, because his attempt to explain the language of our um, of our um, of our um, Risa, right? Is, is in and of itself incorrect because it should have said correctly, It should have said like the people of that city and not um, um, what do you call it? Um, what's the original language again? should have said that, and not Al-Payim right. In other words, you should have, you should have the, 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 the original language, the Gemara, should have connected it to um, the the city, right, the Breizah should have connected it to the city and not to just some kind of objective 2,000 nomads in every direction. Okay. A few more lines, it says, If they fall on Yamtiv, they are like the feet of everyone, right? Whoever picks them up. Why don't they get locked into the ocean where they came from? It seems like it's a proof. All rain comes from ocean water. We're talking about clouds which gathered on Yomtev. Maybe maybe those clouds went away and these are new clouds. They're familiar clouds, you know them. the fact you're not sure about the clouds, we can be mekil. uh says the more of the lightning above let them uh, let the let them acquire their thrum up in the clouds tip shape you know they come we should prove from this that there are no thrumen above tanthakham the ex thrumen lightning streaks above if there's thrum above ten tanthakham the rain should be locked into uh, up in the clouds this the marlay lam location thrumen umayob the water when it's in the cloud is actually is in a different state than it is Um, uh, when it falls and therefore you can't say that the same, the liquid rain that falls is the same as the vaporized water that was up in the clouds. Okay, we will stop here. Besides water doesn't fall straight down anyway. Rain doesn't fall straight down. (laughs) Rain doesn't fall straight down.